week on the Tech UK podcast. The Xbox 360 is slimming down, Steam for Mac public beta date announced, Adobe gives up on Flash, and Sony shows off a PlayStation controller attached to PSP as a pattern. Could you be seeing more? All up on the Gaming UK podcast. Hello and welcome to episode number 7 of the Game UK podcast. I'm Giovanni. And I'm Stefano. And let's get straight in with the news. So our first bit of news is a rumour that has been flying about for quite a while. And it now seems to actually have some sense of, um, of it foundation being, yeah. and of actually being true. So TechRadar is reporting that the Xbox 360 is set to become slim and black. So they're going to make it look nice um, with the black, which they only do now on the Elite. Yeah. They will be doing that for all the models, apparently, of course. And this is all rumours. It's not confirmed by Microsoft. And basically, it makes it more more media centre-ish. Because when the original Xbox was released, which was... What was it, 2001, was it? The original what? Xbox? I oh, can't... Not, not sure. Xbox, yeah. Xbox 360 is what I'm trying Bro, to say. Um, that was 2000 and... It was the year before the PlayStation 3, the Xbox 360. So the Xbox 360 has now been out for a number of years. And at the time when it was released, which was... What was it? November 16th, 2005, if I recall correctly. Obviously not using Wikipedia here. Yes. Um, yeah... When it came out, it just... How am I going to put this? It it was cool to have white products. It, it was all Apple style. It was, this looks cool. But now it seems to have moved on to, to black. and Again. Again, yeah. And it seems, for me at least, it never was white, the colour for um, yeah. the good-looking peripherals. It was black all, all along. To be fair, that's why the Wii... It's not the yeah. reason why I don't use the Wii. I'm just saying the Wii doesn't look that nice. Yeah. And the black Wii does actually look very attractive. Well, no. I think... I think, actually, the uh, the, the white Wii looks a bit better. Oh, you think so? See, I disagree with that. Really? I think that blue and black don't, don't really mix t- together. Blue, blue and black? Where do you see blue? Um, basically, um, the, um, the um, disc thing... Um, the this slot? Yeah. That's it's it. not blue, is it? Yes. Oh, when um, it lights yeah. up. Okay, so apparently this rebranding is all part of the Project Natal rebranding, and this sh- they, there is rumours of them actually coming out with a whole pack. I think that it's nice that that um, that, that Microsoft is basically launching uh, like, um, a uh, cut-down version of it. Or the PlayStation have already done that. Do you think they can do another price cut? Because if they get down, if they get the whole console down. Because it's not cheaper. You can get the cheapest Xbox for, what is it, 119 sometimes £99. And that is a lot cheaper than the Wii. It's actually considerably cheaper, which is usually around 150 So if they could even reduce that further, maybe even get the Elite down to the price of, of the Wii... Because well, at the moment, I think that that would be amazing. That if it was that price, to to uh, be honest. Because at the moment, you can get the Xbox Elite for around a hundred and eighty pounds with a hundred twenty gig hard drive, 
if they could get that down to 150, I think they've got a definite winner on their hands, because I think I'll actually go out and buy one just just for having it. Project, um, Project Natal looks a bit like Skybox thing for some reason. I don't know why, but it just does. You, you know, um... The set-top box. Yeah. Okay. And moving on to our next story, which I find reasonably interesting, and it's actually that Steam for Mac... Well, no, it's not out. Don't get too ahead of yourselves. But we've actually got a release date for the public beta, not the final one. So the private beta has been going on for a couple of weeks now, and you had sign-up, which I did and didn't get through. I don't know why. <laughs> Obviously decided it wasn't appropriate for me to get through. Stupid idiots. And... um so after obviously a closed beta, we go to public betas, and the public beta for everyone is for May twelfth. So what is it now? Ten days from now. I think this is really good as basically PC users. I think they need somebody new to to like inter interact with, like a new type of level of people. So I think. So you're trying to say Mac people are what stupider than computer no, than PC people? No, no, no. I just think it would be. In- interesting the not really because most Mac cool. users are also PC users I know I think it, I think the way it works cross cross platform will be interesting not necessarily the fact because you'll never know that you'll play you'll be playing against someone on a Mac it won't say this person is a Mac user now start mm-hmm. flaming them start saying oh look Macs are overpriced or you're a Mac no, user playing against a PC that. user then it'll say, this is a PC user, so you can say, oh, look, you with your terrible computers, can't you afford something this useful? It's not going to tell you that, and even if it does, that's, that's a very stupid mistake. Um, virus? Yeah. What do you want? Do you expect a virus to come onto the no, Mac suddenly? No. Are you calling Steam a virus? No. I'm basically saying, like, like some servers, for, um, basically, they can... Um, Have viruses? Ha- yeah. And um, I think that that won't be an issue on... Um, Mac. Max, yeah, and maybe Mac. Uh, I don't think Mac, anyone Mac. realistically catches viruses anyway from these servers. I'm sure there are some people, but no, I think it's on like I wouldn't say illegal. I'd say like not um, official servers that that people host. And, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, those ones you never know. <laughs> Slightly dodgy things happening. Um, moving on to our next story, you put this in the lineup, Stefano. Yes, I did. What is it? Adobe, what's they're basically saying? Forget about Flash on the iPhone, is that what they're saying? Yes, it's basically, um, it's been a big issue in, like, the apps, Mac world thing, Magic. I can't The Apple Universe? Yeah, Apple Universe. That basically, um, that this, um, means that no, no, Flash um, will be coming to the iPhone or... Any iPhone OS, basically. Yeah, so... So, what happened was, just to go through the whole story, Apple's never really liked Flash, so when they came out with the iPhone and stuff, no Flash on it. Mm. And then Apple responds back, well, an Apple employee responds back at some point, and they say... What did they say? They said something like, oh, um, Steve Jobs is being strange and all this, we are still a very big thing... Blah, 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 blah. So, they basically were taping a swipe at Steve Jobs. Now, um, Steve Jobs went, (coughs) posted on the official 
Apple website at apple.com slash hot news slash fort dash on dash flash slash not the easiest URL to remember. And basically so they've come up with five is it five reasons? Six yeah. reasons. About why Flash should not be on the iPhone. First they say first there's open flashes. Um, products are 100% proprietary, which isn't actually true. The underlying technology is proprietary, but you can actually compile it using many different things. Second, there's the full web. Adobe has repeated, have repeatedly said that Apple mobile devices can access the full web because 75% of video on the web is Flash. What they don't say is that already all of the, almost all of this video is also available in a more modern format, H.264 viewable on iPhones. Okay. Then there's reliability, security, and performance. I agree with that. Fourth, there's battery life. Also yeah. agree with that. Fifth, there's touch. E.g., uh, many flash websites rely on rollovers, which do not work with touch. And six, because Apple basically wants to make money out of their app store. A uh, proper quote for this is, he didn't say it up front like that, but he says, let me see something. We know from painful experience that letting a third-party layer of software come between the platform and developer ultimately results in substandard apps and hinders the enhancement and progress of the platform. Wow, is that douchey. Um, anything else to add to this? I don't think there really is much apart from you will never see Flash on the iPhone now. Well, Or maybe this is one of those secret things that Apple does yeah. where it says, we will never make a tablet. iPad comes out. Whoever, who would ever want to watch video on an iPod? iPod video comes out. iPod touch comes out. Um, oh, we will never have Flash on our platform. Flash is now available for your iPhone. Yay! And the uh, iPad. Mm. Yeah, you, you can't forget that one. Yeah, yeah, the big platform, the iPad. Um, so, moving on to our next story which is actually our final story about Sony who have a patent now, or have have they actually been granted a patent? don't think so. And it essentially shows you getting your PlayStation controller and putting it on top of a PSP, essentially. So this is one of the things that Apple does as well, where it tries to get a patent on something, doesn't really want to use it ever, it's just so if anyone does do the same thing later on, they can go... And say something like, oh, we did that first. We were going to do that. But then you stole our idea. Pay us a load of money. And that's about it for the news. So, what are we playing? And this week, after a small computer mishap, we are actually playing Left 4 Dead 2, the new DLC. So, as you um, probably do know, DLC stands for Downloadable Content, and it's essentially sort of an expansion pack. So, what do you think of Left 4 Dead 2? Compared to the original Left 4 Dead, I don't think this has, like, the same level of grip and, like, interest for me. But I think the, I think the DLC made it really, really in- interesting now. So, you're saying that the original Left 4 Dead 2 was not very interesting, but that this DLC has actually spiced things up a yeah. bit? Basically, I think that, um, I think that I, I did actually get back to, um, 
to um, uh, Team Fortress 2 because of um, how boring Left 4 Dead 2 was. Okay. Yeah, because... Um, More on Team Fortress 2 later on, yeah. but... So, tell us what you think of this. Don't just say it's exciting or okay. Give us some details. I think the passing is really good, but, but I think people expected more interaction from... from um, okay, it's nice to hear what people are saying, but what do you think? From Yeah, and this is what I think. Basically, more interaction from, from like the... Um, from the original... Zombies or what? From the original Left 4 Dead Survivors. Yeah. yeah, so what was the story about that? So I've seen posters and stuff that have the original Left 4 Dead crew. So how are they incorporated into the new Left 4 Dead 2? So what link is there between these characters? Do you get to play as them? How does it work? Well, basically, you can't actually play as just the original Left 4 Dead cast. But do you have to kind of save the original Left 4 Dead cast or... I don't know, lower some kind of bridge or something like that? Well, basically, they help you to um, uh, lower a bridge. And do you all kind of fight the zombies, or how does that work? Well, um... I'm guessing they're all computer-controlled? Well, um, yeah, the um, the, the original Left 4 Dead survivors are... Um, and are these all online, or are there any new single-player modes, and has uh, there been any uh, yeah. bugs fixed or anything like that? Basically, there is there is a new game mode called um, called Mutations. Yeah, I've heard about this. So apparently there's something like 14 or some other crazy number yeah. like that, different modes which kind of change every... Week. week, yeah. So you basically get a new playing mode every week for fourteen weeks, and it changes yeah. again. Um, the f- well, they change um, every week. Um, yeah. Then it just loops every fourteen. The weeks. thing is, um, the thing is, um, if the people do actually like the game mode enough, yeah. By by uh, basically the survey, um, they will um, keep them or yeah. what? Okay. Yeah. So I think that's it for Left 4 Dead Two. Yeah, that's for passing, and that's it for our short review. If you did have to rate it out of ten, which you do, what the um the expansion pack? What would you rate it, and would you say it's better than Left 4 Dead One? Well, um, for the overall thing, I'd I probably give it um, my opinion five out of ten. ten. You're yeah. being very generous lately with all of these. So you say yeah. this is on the same level as uh, Heavy Rain. No, no. Did you give Heavy Rain a 9.5 by any chance? No, no, I gave it a 9, but the thing is, there is a difference between computer ratings and uh, and PS3 ratings. Okay, yeah. this is interesting. Basically, basically, I think the PC is more of a multiplayer. Yeah, obviously, thing, yeah. yeah, I agree with that yeah. totally. And, and basically, consoles are more like single-player platforms. In one word, better than Left 4 Dead 1, yes or no? No. Why? Well, because I think that Left 4 Dead 1 is totally addictive. Okay, then. And in three words, describe Left 4 Dead 2 The Passing. This is the expansion pack, obviously. It is okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so, for your descriptive language. Yeah, well, you so now we... say a few words. So. <laughs> okay, we're moving on to our Team Fortress 2 tips.
usual, that music never gets any less dramatic. So, Stefano, tell us all about the new TF2 mode that you're going to be talking about today. I say new, it's not really new. Is it... So, you've got down here Arena and King of the Hill. Yeah. Tell us all about it. Basically, um... I basically did that did that into one because I think they are really really sim similar. So so these are two different modes, are they? Yeah, but but you really think they're similar, similar so you're yeah. gonna kind of com- conglomerate them all as one? Is that what I'm gonna say? Yeah, well, combine for yeah. Yeah, combine was actually the perfect word there. Yes. Decided to use an overcomplicated word, which probably doesn't even make sense in there. Yeah. So basically, arena means that. You only get one life, as as like normally. If uh, like you die, you you can respawn. Uh, and basically, how it works. Oh, that sounds good. So. And basically. Um, none of this blowing yourself up to kill others. Yeah, and basically, um, it's a bit. It's basically last man standing. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Uh, it sounds very. You have to be very tactical. And is, is it yeah. still two teams or? Yeah. 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 Still. So, and um, when you say last man standing... Last team standing. Yeah, I was just about yeah. to say that, because yeah. say if there is, for example, two of you on the same team, you probably don't want to be killing each other, so it is last team standing. Yeah, last So tell team. us all about it. Well, I've already explained this. Um, no, tell us, like, what your strategies are for when you're winning and stuff like that. Well, I was about to get onto that. Well, I on think... It. I think the different classes that, um... That, that basically you should be our spy, because um, he uh, can turn invisible. Okay. Scout, fast, and um, nearly, like, impossible to kill only if, like, you're a really good good class. Mm-hmm. Heavy, really good um, health, soldier, um, very good accuracy, damn man, defend... And um, also medic as basically the clue is in the name. Um, basically, if you are losing, then you should go for the soda, Bama man, heavy, or spy. Now, um, if uh, you are winning, I think that um, you, you should probably go for something easier like scout, okay, medic, and um, py- pyro. Which I didn't include for some reason, but there it is, and I'll cough. King of the Hill. Now, basically... I thought you, that was a fake cough from you. <laughs> now, um, King of the Hill yeah. is basically, you have you have to capture this, um, this, um, platform. Okay. And basically, um, and basically, um, you have a, a time limit of, um... Of is this the platform that's up, like, quite a few steps, and it's yeah. kind of... Yeah, I think I've seen this one. Yeah, and basically, um, you have to hold it for, um, for, for, um, a ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah. Okay, that's Although, it goes easy. really, really quick. Trust I me. bet these ten minutes go around in about, mm, ten minutes, would, would you say? Yeah. Take about that length of time. Okay. Yeah. And I'm and basically it's really fun as to like um as like you you are like always trying to like um, defend yourself yeah, or trying defend, to get them. Yeah. And, okay. And basically, um when you are winning, 
I think that that you should be something like um like the pyro scout spy medic or demo man. Okay, and if you're losing, just give us three demo man soda and heavy heavy. Okay, yeah. is that it for this week's segment? No, not actually because I. I have to include the fun level for... I got an answer. Yeah. So give us our fun level for... Arena. The arena mode. I should give it 6.5 out of 10. Because um, I find it a bit... I find it a bit annoying as, like, um... As, like, if there are spies. And um, for King of the Hill? I'd give it probably an... Uh, like, an 8. And are there any other levels you're going to rate this on? Um, oh, yeah. Team play level. Team play level. So, Arena, I'd say about 3.5 because, like... It's not very team play-ish. Yeah. I think it's more like... Um, individual. Yeah. Individual. And for King of the Hill, I imagine you're going to give this a pretty high one because you all yeah. have to work together. Although, um, I find it more like a 9. A 9, okay. Yeah. Sounds really good. So, that's it for this week's segment of Team Fortress 2. So, it's now time for our iPhone OS Game of the Week. And this week, it's a pretty obvious choice because we've both been addicted to the game Angry Birds, available for 59p in the iTunes App Store. So, in this game, essentially... <clears throat> there are Angry Birds. Yes. Which, which... And basically, you have to fling them across to hit pigs, which have tried to steal your eggs. And you basically get a catapult and you fling them backwards and forwards and they all have different properties and then the pigs will kind of build houses around themselves to protect yeah. themselves and you'll have to destroy them. Lots of fun to be had. In fact, I think it may actually still be number one in the iTunes app store at the moment. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. I think that you can... Um, yeah, I think it still is. Yeah, it's very much... It is actually at number one still. And... Very good game, 59p. Should you get it? Definitely. I think that you should get it, to be honest. And in case anyone does have any doubts of where to else better spend their 59p, let's just read out some of the reviews to see, um, of what people think. But tell us what you think first. Well, me? Yeah. Well, I think this is a really addictive game, so you should definitely get it. Okay, and as usual with our reviews, I like to sum it up all... With, let's give it first a rating out of 10. Well, I think I'd give it about a 9 out of 10. Yeah. Difficulty, it can actually get quite difficult at some yeah. points. Um, and basically, it... you you can be addicted and, and use, like, all of, like, your iPod, iPod Touch memory on it, too. Memory to... or battery? Battery, sorry. Thought so. Um, as far as memory goes, not very resource intensive. I would give it a 8.5 out of 10. And to sum up every review, we like to give you three words to describe it. And so go on, Stefano, hear three words from you, please. It's great download. Right, <laughs> you still don't get the point of three words, do you? So let me explain what three words means. So three, three words, words essentially means words such as fantastic or energetic. Words like that. So, let's see if you can come up with three words in this way. Because I thought you were actually joking when you said it's a game or whatever you said earlier on. Yeah. And it's a game does not count as a review for anyone. Because no one really goes online to read 
it's a game. So, okay, three words to describe the game. I'm going to say my first. Out of the three we're going to say together. Challenging. Great. Innovative. And that's it for this segment. So, first of all, I would like to apologise for the shortness and lateness of this show. Uh, this week, for me at least, it has been a very slow gaming week, as far as gaming news goes. Also, we had a few PC problems, so we've Which... had problems getting the show out as well. And on top of that, we will actually be changing our release dates from Fridays to... Uh, Sundays, so these will be out Sunday nights, which should be good for taking you through the bank holiday Mondays, for example, as tomorrow is, and um, through the start of your commute weekly on Mondays. So thank you so much for listening to the Gaming UK podcast. You can contact us at gamingukpodcast at gmail.com. You can find our blog with our show notes and past episodes, etc., at our web address, which is gamingukpodcast.blogger.com. You can subscribe to us at feeds.feedburner.com slash gamingukpodcast. Or you can search for us on the iTunes store, which the keywords are gamingukpodcast, and you'll see us there. And it's sort of like a little microphone with wavy lines around it in pink. That's our album art logo for the moment. Thank you so much for listening. We will have emails, which we will read next week. We've had to save them due to the fact that we do need to get the show out to you without compromising on quality, and the only thing we had to compromise on was actually length. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Gaming UK podcast. Bye! Bye!